Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Thon Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Mark Bishop. He's the president of Lintech. They're a manufacturer of remotely operated uh, power control systems for sound, lighting, and video industries. And uh, I wanted to talk to him and have him talk to you all today about uh, the power issues in just large venues. A lot of people don't realize how much power, how much control is needed in that type of situation. Isn't that right, Mark? That's true, absolutely. Well, and let me welcome you to the show. Uh, Mark, I appreciate you coming on board because... The, a lot of people forget where there are tremendous application spaces where a lot of control is needed where you don't really think about it in that sense, correct? Uh, yes, that's, that's true. I mean, Lintech uh, got its start uh, back in the early 90s in power control uh, simply by sequencing on and off large audio systems. And, you know, a lot of people aren't aware, but, a, a, you know, an installed audio system in a church, for instance, might uh, have 10 or 12 14 circuits dedicated simply to amplification. And um, the need at the time was that it's very important that those circuits be turned on um, sequentially to spread out inrush, uh, but also in the right order so that, um, you know, the clicks and pops of the gear that's warming up don't get amplified and you end up with loudspeaker damage. Exactly. And, and that's very interesting because audio is also one of the, quote-unquote, pure power amplification spaces because not only are you trying to drive the equipment, but the equipment itself is amplifying a signal waveform. Absolutely, yes. And, and once we got started in the, um, in the sequencing side of things, of course, uh, designers started uh, specifying our products in performance spaces, and, and uh, you know, then just the, the, the product evolved over time where, you know, designers would come back and you say, you know, wouldn't it be great, uh, you know, we need uh, isolated technical grounds in these audio systems. Wouldn't it be great if you could build that into your panels? So so we did, you know, uh, uh, brownout protection, for instance. You know, we often run into uh, under-voltage conditions where our equipment starts to fail, and then when the power comes back, everything pops on and startles the crowd and sometimes uh, blows a processor. You know, wouldn't it be great if we could control that? and automatically turn things off when uh, voltage declines and then resequence back on afterwards. So um, then, of course, in the, in the early 2000s, there were some club fires where people were hurt because they um, couldn't hear the fire alarm because the amplified sound was so, so loud. Uh, so we integrated uh, emergency shutoff where we were able to uh, shut the amplified sound off so that people could hear the PA system and the fire alarm go off. So, you know, the, we just kept adding features um, for our client base to make it, uh, you know, to build in more of the electrical needs that they, they had in those venues. So then now, so that means just, in addition to the multiple audio lines, now you're talking about lighting, you're talking about, uh, potential stage equipment control. How many different ways are you now manipulating power on a stage? Oh, it, virtually for all the equipment that they have. I mean, uh, a lot of our customers started coming to us in the early 2000s as they started to implement more LED lighting into their designs, into their uh, entertainment spaces. And, of course, with an LED light, you have the um, dimming intelligence built into the fixture. So mm -hmm. designers were finding out that they no longer needed dimmers in the back room. 
they needed a way to, to simply turn the, the light fixture on and off. And they saw our system as being a good solution for that. So, you know, as the intelligence uh, of the lighting moved into the fixture, out of the back room to the fixture, uh, is what they needed was a smart power panel so that they could keep up. Uh, you know, they had a place to measure current. They had a place to turn the circuits on and off and, and monitor, et cetera. So, uh, you know, we've, we've uh, built that over the last decade into our panels. So now we have the capability to control, you know, the complete lighting uh, array as well as uh, audio and video. Mm-hmm. Now, you had mentioned some of the uh, issues. What are some of the other challenges that uh, you encounter when you're setting up these complex power systems? Well, probably the biggest thing is integrating with the customer's preferred uh, control methodology. Um, you know, everybody, all the designers walk into a venue with a kind of a preferred control system, and, and that control system, you know, for instance, in the lighting world might be ETC or, or Strand or Leprechaun. You know, they have their favorite console. In the audio world, uh, that might be AMX or Crestron. And so it's really uh, seamlessly integrating in with their preferred uh, control protocol. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what that about on the power side? I mean, there you go. Well, I mean, on the power side, obviously noise is an issue because you're not just switching uh, power around. You're switching power that has to then perform a precise function. Right. So well, um, are noise issues a real issue, or is it just make sure you have enough grounding and filtering and everybody's happy? Well, it's, it's, it's all of the above. I mean, obviously, there's the, there's the uh, ability to turn things on and off, but, you know, grounding issues are, are huge, more on the audio side than they are on the uh, lighting side. Um, you know, uh, even things like on both lighting and, and um, audio side, there's, uh, you know, all of the equipment has processors in it now, so they're all using switch mode power supplies. So, you know, having a 200% neutral standard is very important. Uh, you know, there's a lot of overheating uh, issues on the neutral side now. So, um, you know, it's it's taking care of your grounds. It's uh, preparing for a lot of electricity coming back up through the neutrals, and it's uh, being able to, you know, uh, turn things on and off as necessary. Um, you know, for energy management to take things out of standby mode, uh, you know, do away with vampire power and uh, that type of thing, but, but uh, also to do your hard reboots and keep your equipment functioning properly during the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you had, um, mentioned some of your products. Give me a little bit of an idea of your uh, product range, and then are there any application spaces that your products serve other than uh, public venues? Um, sure. Um, well, we started out um, in uh, working with motorized circuit breakers. So we're, for instance, an OEM for Schneider Electric Square D brand of switch-grade motorized circuit breakers. So we build mm-hmm. control interfaces for those. So we can, uh, uh, on the permanent install side, we can uh, provide a customer with a panel with motorized circuit breakers in it that perform the functions of both electrical protection and on-off control in a single panel. Uh, that's for usually new builds or major, major retrofits. On the retrofit side, we can provide uh, our interface on relay panels where we use uh, Panasonic relays uh, available in single or double pole. 
And uh, again, we can provide interfaces for those with, uh, you know, DMX, RS-232, TCP/IP, whatever kind of interface that they require for their control system. And then uh, just recently, we rolled out a brand new mobile power distro for the production companies that, um, you know, go out on tour and that type of thing. They need to take their own power distribution with them. So we've integrated our control into a mobile a mobile platform as well. In terms of uh, applications, I mean, obviously it's mobile events, it's uh, large entertainment spaces, uh, but some of the functionality that we've built into our product has been uncovered by some industrial designers as well, and we've recently been put into a number of applications where uh, controlled turn off and restart during generator cutover, uh, load shedding for battery backup, uh, those types of applications we've been used as well. And those are more industrial applications. Gotcha. Well, the, the, the nice thing about engineering is, is that just because a device has a set function doesn't mean that some engineer is not going to pick it up and use it for a completely different function. Well, absolutely. And, and what they really like about our product, I mean, one of the things that we've done in our interface is we've, we've actually built a web server into our controller. And what that means is, is that you no longer need to, to buy load, maintain, even learn a new software. I mean, all you have to do is hook our controller up to your network, take the IP address from the controller, and you can immediately, with any web browser device, I mean, it could be a smartphone, an iPad, a, a laptop, it doesn't matter. If it, if it has a browser capability built in, you can call up the panel schedule, see the status of the breakers, see real-time current draw information on each branch as well as phase, uh, as well as panel stats. You can control the breakers, turn the breakers or the relays on and off through that same interface, uh, and even set up your program. So uh, with this new web-based, uh, browser-based uh, control platform, you know, anybody who's doing remote monitoring loves it because they can, uh, you know, it's as simple, again, as getting on the Internet, calling up the IP address of the device, putting in your passcode, and you're off and running. So... Wow, um, which also puts yeah, it facility, perfectly... Facilities, people love it. Right, right, because it tees you up perfectly for the Internet of Things and the smart grid because you'll actually have functionality to reach out on both the mainstream level to your audience through smart apps and also then to reach back up to, through to utilities or other service providers on the infrastructure side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've been picked up by a couple of energy management companies. That, that like it for that browser interface as well because it gives their in-home or in-business uh, energy management systems a real simple uh, interface for their customer. Exactly, exactly. So, Mark, do you have any uh, final thoughts on this? Any last words you want to leave our audience with before we close out the episode? Uh, I mean, just in general, I, I, I think that, um, you know, you, and you've already kind of touched upon this. I think you're right. I think the world is moving to the, to the place where, you know, people, people aren't used to thinking about electricity as something that they can uh, really manage, view, um, you know, on an ongoing basis. Manipulate. Uh, and, and <laughs> manipulate, exactly, exactly. And, and um, you know, now that we've done this, we've seen – uh, some other companies get into it as well, and I think it's I think it's the future. I think that uh, you know at some point people, well, yeah, they'll be able to pull out their phone and maybe turn on their coffee pot, but more than that, they'll be able to see you know the electrical status of their home or their business at any time and uh, turn things on and off as needed, and and um, you know help control the 
the electrical usage um, in their life. So. Excellent. Excellent, Mark. Well, hey, Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Um, as our audience knows, I like to bring in people from as many different uh, aspects of the industry. And frankly, I myself didn't realize how complex, I mean, on the surface, you make, it, it makes sense that it would be this complex. But I'm glad that you came on and uh, gave us a real view into how complex the situation actually is. Well, I appreciate you having me. Thank you, Alex. Uh, and I'll bring you back. Don't worry. I like to drag my uh, guests back on to talk about things a few months downstream to see where the issues have changed. So don't worry. We'll have you back. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience taking the, taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day. <laughs>